Welcome back to Chai with Shy. I am Shy, who has actually already finished her chai. Um, I do apologise. Um, I was going to make another one, but then I thought that would just be a little bit too much tea. Um, but I will be having another one shortly. Um, so I was just reflecting, seeing where we've come, because we're actually almost at the end now. Um, and we've almost finished the diary up to the point where I travel back to England. That's where I'm kind of like clubbing it for for this season, I suppose. Um, And so I was just kind of looking through all the other episodes I've done. And um, plus I've had a couple of people ask me, I mentioned, I've mentioned a couple of guys that like I'm in, I've been talking to in like now times. Um, So Barcelona guy, um, a couple of people have asked me about him uh, because I said some very nice things about him and and I still maintain those lovely things. so about two weeks or three weeks, two and a half weeks, maybe, after uh, the podcast, the first episodes went live, um, I very stubbornly refused to tell him about it because in my head, I, I wanted him to message me. I mean, it's just what I do. I'm very bad at making first contact, even like with my friends, like normal friends, like not even male friends, like just friends. So I don't put a lot of effort into like messaging first I expect them to blah 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 anyway so lo and behold he did message me um and then we talked that night on the phone and we were chatting like casually about half an hour or so like lovely just catching up he really is lovely um and then I told him about um the podcast and so then I kind of just like announced it and I was like you know it's basically all because of him right because I mean he's the one who told me like how I could do it and whatever and I've got to tell you, I've, I think I've said that I've had some phenomenal responses from people. Um, the sweetest things have been said and like, you know, the last people on earth that I ever would have imagined to like, to actually check it out and stuff. Um, but his response, like no offence to the people who've also given me very warm feedback, but he was so happy and it was like such a genuine like happiness. It was so real and it was just so lovely um so he's great uh he lives in Barcelona and I will never ever meet him (laughs) that's just funny um but it it made me laugh but yeah so for those of you wondering no developments um we are in touch sometimes we voice note every now and again I even actually made first contact with him about a week after this little um thing about telling him about the podcast but I did it in an extremely narcissistic way because I thought that he'd gone away and listened to it and then just stopped talking to me because he thought it was so shit or something um and so (laughs) I did own my narcissism there and I was like well you know I'm only checking messaging first because of whatever um which has then led to some great chat posts that um and whatever but uh yeah so if you are if he are if he is listening hi and sorry I keep talking about you um really fun um anyway I'm going to carry on uh because we were halfway through um the chapter entitled four months um and this was the 20th of June 2011 so basically I think I, I ended with me basically saying that um I was going to Hyderabad and I messaged Gianni to tell him and yeah, so I'll carry on now. Yeah, so Giovanna BBM me yesterday asking if I wanted to come this weekend. Maybe that was a reason that I started thinking about going home. Anyway, I said I'd let her know today because I need to talk to mum and all, but honestly, I think I will end up going. Also, just to kind of have a bit of excitement, 
Delhi does nothing for me. And even the times I have been out with the few people that I know here, they've been all right, but nothing compared to the other things I've experienced in India. So as of right now, this is what I want. I work for the rest of the week, hang out with Shalini Marcy and the girls, fly to Hyderabad on Friday afternoon, come back on Monday and fly home next Tuesday or Wednesday. I don't see why that would be a problem. I mean, the only issue really would be the work situation. But in my mind, I really don't think my being here is necessary. I mean, they have the little intern boy to do all these Joey jobs. And once we finalise on the offer and begin the actual process, then I can't imagine there'll be much work anyway. And whatever work there is, I could do it from London. I mean, the guy we're using for the site is anyway based in Bombay. So it's not like we have to be in the same city or country. I just sent mum a BBM asking her to call when she wakes up. The only fucking time she hasn't woken up at the crack of dawn is the one time I need her. Also, I think the fact that I'm sitting here writing the journal entry is proof enough that I don't have enough work. I don't think I'm like sad or anything. I just feel a bit down in the dumps. Or not even that. Maybe I'm just a bit fed up. I will say one massive contributing factor to me wanting to go home. My little munchkin cousin... God, I miss her so much. She called me off my uncle's phone on Saturday to tell me that she misses me. I almost cried. I always said that I would never go away from home for long because of the munchkins. And I tried to challenge that with this trip. I knew I was right. It is actually painful to hear her voice and receive pictures of them. I miss being a part of my family. I miss chilling at the country house, getting bored shitless and being cranky because I haven't had my regular cigarettes. Shit, okay, I really need to talk to mum, like now. Before, whenever I dabbled with the idea of leaving early, the main thing that stopped me was thinking to myself, what would everyone think? And I know that's pathetic to think like that, but that's just me. Now, though, I don't even care about that. I just want to go home. (laughs) That's the end of that chapter. Um, My little munchkin, I've not mentioned her at all because she's little, but she currently is my 14-year-old best friend. My bestest friend in the whole wide world, and I love her more than anyone ever. Um, but I remember she, they were so both her and her little brother. They were so little then, um, and they were. I was really. I am really, really close. I always have been. Like I've changed her nappies. I've fed her bottles. I've, you know, I've been such a big part of like their lives and going away for this amount of time. And this before. I don't know if I've even mentioned this, but before this India trip. I'd gone to um, I'd gone to New York for two months before that, where I was doing an an internship um, at an architecture firm, which was really cool um, and all that. But I, that was the first time I'd ever really been away from home. I think that possibly could have been the first time I'd flown on my own, um, because I think before that I'd always been with friends or family or whatever. Um, so that was like huge, and yeah, I mean, I I missed. I missed everybody by this point so badly. I don't think I'm very good at being all alone, am I? But there's nothing wrong with that. Like some people are good at it and some people aren't. Like even now, like even though like I'm 32 years old, I'm single, I'm still not good at being alone. But, you know, anyway, let's uh, let's crack on. Uh, the next chapter on the 22nd of June, 2011, home time. I'm going home next Wednesday, the 29th of June. I will be on a plane going back to London. In fact, this exact time next week, I will be flying through the sky. I feel relieved. I feel like a massive weight has been lifted off my shoulders and I can breathe again. So I managed to speak to mum about it and she agrees that it is time to come home. For her, though, I think it's just mainly because she's missing me. But who cares? I'm going home. All of my friends in London have been messaging too and are very excited for my return. 
And honestly, talking to them has made me excited too. I really have missed them and I've missed having a solid group of friends to call or meet up with. So now, basically, the plan is I have to go into work tomorrow for a few hours and then I'll go to Shalini Marcy's house, stay the night there and then on Friday go straight to the airport. I'll go to Hyderabad and come back on Monday. Chill on Monday night and Tuesday, which will probably be the longest two days ever, and then leave on Wednesday. So Hyderabad, I have to admit I'm not that excited. But either way, I really don't want to spend the weekend in Delhi because I will get bored shitless here. Now, however, there are a few issues. Firstly, Gianni. I called him yesterday to tell him I'm coming on Friday and to tell him that I'm leaving next week. Now, it might be my imagination of wanting him to react a certain way, but as soon as I said it, he seemed to get really pissed off. His initial response was, so you're not coming to the wedding? I mean, obviously I'm not, and he didn't ask why or anything. He just went weird. So I'll call him when I land there on Friday, but I don't think he wants to see me. Plus, he said that he will be rehearsing for the Sangeet and I could come watch. Exhilarating. Anyway, though, I was thinking that I would actually chill at home with Giovanna and bond with her. So you, so now, you know what dilemma I have. Dealer. Two dilemmas, actually. Number one being, do I tell him I'm coming to Hyderabad? And number two being, do I tell him I'm leaving? Obviously, I haven't heard anything from him since the whole him in Delhi thing, and I've been extremely well behaved. I've consumed alcohol on several occasions since then, and I still have not called or BBM'd him. Now that my friend is what I like to call, no, sorry, now that, now that my friend is what I like to call progress. But obviously, just because I haven't had contact with him doesn't mean I haven't been thinking about him. Admittedly, I have thought about him a lot less, but still, he's there in my head. More than anything, it's the thought of what I would say to him if he did call or if I bumped into him in Hyderabad, what would happen? Now, he probably is a contributing factor to my premature departure, but I'm not confessing that to anyone, not even mum, although I've just confessed it on a podcast. It's just that everything here is just kind of a reminder of him and everything that has gone on in the past four months. And quite honestly, I think, oh, Jesus, I haven't actually written this or said this yet, but I do think that sport. God, that a small part of me is actually in love with him. Oh, fuck. I said it. I thought it wouldn't be true if I couldn't write it, but I fucking wrote it. I have implied the notion of it to Lisa, but wow, I actually acknowledged it to myself. How can someone be in love with someone that they've only met four times and treat them like shit? I mean, how is that physically possible? Or maybe it's just because I know that I'm leaving. I feel comfortable now to admit my actual feelings. Shit, though. I mean, I haven't ever thought I could be in love with someone I wasn't with and barely know. And not to mention the fact that I haven't had feelings as strong since my ex-boyfriend. So I have admitted this to you now. Not that you are anything but a piece of technology. And what the fuck are you going to do about it to help me? So I have a theory as to why I think I have now confessed my actual feelings for Dina. So these past few days, I've been transferring my journal from my iPad to my computer. And so I obviously have been reading my my entries in detail. I haven't got all the way through it yet, but I still have had some good laughs and awful sickening feelings as I read through the patheticness of some of my writing. So anyway, reading through it made me realise that all the bitching and complaining I have done about him and the amount of times that I have written, I am done with Dila, and yet I'm still here in the same place, just wanting him. Out of all the people I have come across on this trip, he is the last person I ever thought I would fall for. And I just think the back to and I just think back to that first night I met him. I am aware that I described in detail all those many months ago, so be prepared for some repetition. 
Well, actually, I can't really remember what we actually talked about, but I do remember standing there in front of him, questioning, in front of him, questioning myself as to why I like it. And when he called me Kingston and we had a good laugh about it. Honestly, right now, I would love to go back to that night. And honestly, I don't know what I would do differently. Would I do any of it differently? If given the chance, I may not try to be so psychotic or I may try to play a bit harder to get. But honestly, I don't think anything else would have worked out with this guy. He will just always be a dickhead. Sorry, I took a break to go and chat with my mum's aunt for a bit. So yeah, basically the outcome of my four... I don't know why I felt the need to write that anyway. The outcome of my four months in India turned out to be what my mother had always wanted. I came to India and fell in love. But unfortunately for everyone, what is supposed to be the normal part of falling in love didn't happen. And I guess it will all end with me having my heart broken. You would think that after everything this guy has said that my heart would already be broken. But no, there is a stupid, hopeless, romantic part of me that still believes that something will happen right at the very end. I think that in that respect, it is so good that I am leaving. I don't think I can ever get over this guy as long as I'm in India. As soon as I get back to my home with my friends and start going out like I used to, eventually India will seem like a dream and it will all be like it never happened. That's really quite depressing. Anyway, I'm going to stop writing like this is all over now because I have six days to go and a trip to Hyderabad. And for the first time, I'm actually hoping that this trip will be uneventful. <laughs> oh dear. Quite the quite the realization I had there, wasn't it? Um, I don't I don't remember writing that. Or I don't remember getting to the point where I thought I actually loved him because on reflection, I don't think I. On reflection, I don't think I did. Did I know? I don't think I did. Definitely not at this stage. I think there was like a, a level of infatuation, um, and I mean, look after after that trip, I've gone back especially for the years afterwards um I went back and forth on this um thought about him so much and all of that um and I think it was the first time and I really don't mean to sound like a dick and I really don't mean to sound cocky or whatever but I think and plus since then this has happened several times to me so I'm used to it now well, it still sucks but I'm used to it but um I think it was the first time that I really truly had strong feelings for a guy and he didn't feel them back um and um I think because my, my my boyfriend that I the guy that I was dating before I left for India before like all of this um I was in this relationship for like four years and I, I think I might mention him before I mean, he's lovely he was you know a very a nice person um not correct for me but again without sounding like a total dick in that relationship he did like me more than I, or he loved me more than I loved him. Um, I did love him. He was my first love and blah, blah, blah. But that was definitely the case. Um, I think with these other guys, like with Dumman and like, and all of that, like, you know, like I kind of, I had in the back of my head, even though I'm, I have zero self-confidence and all of that, I did somewhere in my head know that he kind of liked me. So there was a security in that. Whereas Dealer just never... I was like, maybe he did. Maybe I'm just blanking it or something. But it was very difficult to just for him to just to be clear that he liked me at this stage anyway. Um, and um, I think that's what drove me nuts was just that there was this person and I couldn't understand why he wouldn't like me. And so as a result, I got very unhinged and very like obsessive um, because 
it didn't make I'd not experienced it before and I think we've all been there right there are always these guys that kind of send you for a bit of a spin and and whatever and it can happen once it can happen 10 times it can happen whatever hopefully at some point you meet someone fall in love get married and you never have to deal with it ever again but that's also not the reality and um so I don't like this version of me that I'm reading um but I, I thinking about him and thinking about the way he spoke to me and the way he treated me um I think that it does kind of make sense um but yeah so following that realization um I have just glanced at the the chapter name of the next one and it's called realization dot 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 so I wonder what's to come from that um so check back next time and see where we've got to thanks a lot take care bye